I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And I'm back. And I'm back. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for watching. Thank you for joining me again on this. Well, I don't know what day. If you're listening on on a one of our uh, many podcasting platforms, I don't know which which day it is for you, but I hope it's a great one. But I just ha- have a couple more things I want to discuss on in, in part two of, of this episode, and and I would be remiss if I did not. Oh, actually, before I get to that, I wanted to talk about one more one more thing that had to do with this year's training camp or last week's training camp. And that was uh, something that Mike Thomas said about when, when asked about the right tackle battle between Shuk Sikorafor, the third year man out of Western Michigan and Zach Banner, the fourth year man out of USC. And he said, what he basically said was that they were getting their butts whipped on a daily basis by TJ White, which I guess is not surprising, you know, uh, cause he's maybe the best outside linebacker in the world right now. I mean, he's just, he's just that good. And he's probably destined for to be named defensive player of the year. If not this year, then in the very near future, I mean, he's really heading into his prime. So it's no, it's no shocker that he's beating them up pretty good in practice every day. But does that, does that mean that they're, that they're, um, is that the whole ironing, iron sharpening iron kind of thing that Mike Tomlin likes to say? I mean, is this does this mean that they're that they're um, making progress? I mean, you'd like to see them win uh, some battles, and again, that's where that's where not having preseason games uh, maybe hurts as far as fan perception, maybe uh, media perception, because you'd like to see these guys going up against uh, maybe not T.J. Watt, but a, 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 another team's 
pass rusher and, and just to see where they're at, you know, uh, because uh, obviously TJ watched the, the best they have on the team. I mean, how are they doing against Bud Dupree? I don't know. Is, is he, is, do they ever have, have to go up against him? How are they doing against Ola? How are they doing against Tuzar Skipper? How are they doing against Alex Highsmith? These are things we haven't heard much about. All we, all we know so far is that, he, that they're not handling TJ Watt really well. So uh, I, I don't know if, that, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's just something I noticed. It's, it's, yeah, it's nice to, to learn your craft while going up against the best in the world. But does it mean that you're that you're ready for the prime time? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just want to hear some uh, easier said than done, obviously. But I'd like to hear some some stories of one or both of those guys handling T.J. Watt because T.J. Watt they might not ever have to face anybody the level of T.J. Watt during the regular season, but they're going to be facing some pretty darn good pass rushers, and I like to think that that they're going to be able to hold their own more often than not. So. That's another thing worth keeping an eye on for the rest of training camp, just to see who who uh, wins wins that battle. All right, and one more, uh, a couple more things I wanted to talk about, and this isn't really a training camp thing. It's more of a a what a great uh, news story kind of thing, and that's the fact that Bill Nunn, the late great legendary scout of this longtime scout, he was uh, he was with them for. 35, 45 years, I think, or from the late 60s through through the early 2010s, I think, before he finally before he finally retired, and uh, he was named a finalist for the 2021 uh, Hall of Fame class as a contributor. And it's, I mean, I think it's it seems to be a, a foregone conclusion that he's got to get voted in. I think he he he's waited long enough. Obviously, he passed away as I as I alluded to. He's a uh, he, he passed away in 2014, so I think the fact that he he's a, a finalist tells me that he's going to make it. And I think it's it's a great honor because uh, people may may forget or may not even realize how much of a how much he contributed to to the Steelers, not just their success of the 70s, but their overall legacy. Because you know he was he was a a a, a writer and editor of the Pittsburgh Courier, which is one of the most influential black newspapers in the entire country and he had a uh, an all african-american team that he that he named each year basically of of players from small black colleges and, he, and these were colleges where scouts hardly ever ever even bothered to to go and and, and, and evaluate players back then and they just never considered those schools as as prime prime uh uh schools to mine for 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 NFL prospects and, and Bill Nunn, when he was hired by the Steelers, uh, they, they took notice of, of, of the, of these, the, the, the these uh, teams that he named each and every year. And they, and they asked him to be a, a part-time scout in the late sixties. And, and ultimately in 1970, they, they brought him on full time and, or maybe it was 69. It doesn't matter. It was around that, that time period. And he, he, he was proved to be the entree to, you know, this, this, this opened up a pipeline of so many great players that, that come through here in the early 70s. Guys like Mel Blunt and Dwight White and Elsie Greenwood and, 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 and Donnie Shell, who just got elected to the 2020 uh, Hall of Fame class, and John Stallworth, most famously, perhaps, because, you know, there was a little bit of shenanigans that went on with that. Uh, uh, Stallworth, the story goes, didn't, didn't run a great 40 time during his, uh, his official workout. He was from, he hailed from Alabama A&M, which was another small black college. 
And uh, Bill Nunn stuck around for an extra day and, and, and timed Star Wars himself in the 40 and, and kind of kept that time to himself in the Steelers. And in the Steelers, there was a tape of Star Wars college highlights that the Steelers always claimed that they couldn't find, you know, because I guess he, this tape was supposed to be passed around from team to team to team. And the Steelers kind of kept it because they, they knew this guy. They could see that, that you know, because I guess apparently everybody in the organization at that time watched this tape. They were they were just intrigued by Star Wars talent from Chuck Knoll to Art Rooney Jr., the, the head scout, to obviously Nunn and, and whomever else. Everybody wanted to watch this tape. So they, they just kind of like pretending like they couldn't find it. And they, they kind of wanted to, you know, Chuck Knoll, if you ever read the book, Their Life's Work, great book. It chronicles the, the the teams of the 70s. Chuck Noll was like wringing his hands. He really wanted Star Wars in the first round, but they convinced him, not easily, but they convinced him that that they could get him later if, if they just if they just held on. And of course, they drafted Swan in the first round. Uh, who was the second? Oh, uh, Jack Lambert was in the, was the second round pick that year. Uh, I forget who the third round pick was. Uh, and then, of course, fourth round pick was was Stallworth, and they and they landed him. And of course, the rest is history. Uh, one of the greatest receiving duos ever, and they both both Swan and Stallworth were major contributors to those Super Bowl teams. Not just the those seasons, but actual clutch moments in those Super Bowls. I mean, they were they were pivotal pivotal in them winning some of those Super Bowls. So. Uh, it just sh- shows you like w- what can, what you can do as a as not just an organization but just as a person if you think outside the box you know like if you you know if if you're always about look this is how we this is how we've always done things and we're going to keep doing things this way well that's that's a good way to maybe hold yourself back but but the Steelers saw you know a way to be innovative and they saw that that these again these small black colleges weren't really being they weren't scouts weren't visiting them and 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 obviously the, you know they they were able to um find again find a lot of great players some of whom were in the hall of fame and it just it's another thing that that i think is neat is that how how much this came together at the right time for them in the late 60s into the early 70s obviously dan rooney the late dan rooney became the driving force of the organization by that point you know art you know the lovable art rooney the chief you know he was the the he ran the organization for for years, but you know he was not you know he was a great am, ambassador, but he probably wasn't the greatest football guy ever. And, and Dan Rooney came along, and and he he sort of became the president by the late sixties, if not officially, certainly unofficially. And he convinced his dad to to hire Chuck Knoll, and of course they brought they brought Bill Nunn on as their as one of their their chief scouts. So it's just it's like serendip, serendipitous. Is that the word serendipity? It just everything just came together at once. All the stars aligned, and and it brought you the greatest, arguably the greatest collection of of talent ever seen on a on a, a, a NFL roster for a number of years. And and maybe it it might be the reason why I'm sitting here doing this podcast right now, and why you're watching me do this podcast because of the legacy that it that this all cre- all helped create. You know, the Steelers went from you know. I don't know if they were lovable, lovable losers at that point. I don't think anybody even cared about them for 40 years to one of the most popular sports or teams in all professional and collegiate sports are just, they're a, a worldwide sensation. And the fact that this all started in the late sixties when everything just sort of came together, I think it's pretty neat. And, and I think it's, it's long overdue that, and, and if Bill Nunn does get elected, which again, to reiterate, I think he will, 
Uh, he'll be the first person of color to be to, to be elected to the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, as a contributor. So it's going to be a great honor if and when it does happen. So that's I have one more thing I wanted to talk about, and that's that's the tremendous speech. As I'm sitting here, this occurred Friday night uh, when the steel right before the Steelers had a uh, simulated uh, away game at Heinz Field, a night game. Uh, the speech that Mike Tomlin gave, uh, gave, and and it was about the obviously the 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 social climate of the country right now, and everything that that the country is experiencing, and how football. There's no whether you want to hear about it or not. Football and sports in general are in, in, intertwined with this, and actually they always have been. It's just it's more noticeable now again with social media. It makes everything more intimate. So, and and I don't want to get too much into the into the message, but it was about unity and about how he and the team acknowledge the, the issues that the country is going through right now and, and, and that they want to be a, a, a positive part of it. And, and, but I think that speech and the, 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 the command that he showed, I mean, he was standing there in the middle of Heinz field uh, surrounded by his players who were standing arm in arm and, and his, his bosses Art the second and, and Kevin Colbert, the general manager. Although I think they might be, more colleagues and whatever him and him and Kevin. I don't think Kevin's really his boss, but that's beside the point. But like the command that he had and and and, and the authority that he spoke with and and the eloquence. I mean, this guy is a leader. And and if you wanted to know why Mike Tomlin's always been such a successful coach, take a look at that speech. Who was in charge right there? Who was in charge of that whole situation? It was Mike Tomlin? And people always ask, often, uh, you know smugly when they talk about when, when they when they criticize mike tomlin they you know you, you hear this question a lot it's a rhetorical question what has mike tomlin ever done to win a game please tell me because i'm trying to figure it out I'm, I'm really asking what has he done i'll wait tell me as if he can make it 14 years anybody can make it 14 years as, as a head coach in the nfl and be as successful as he's been and accomplish all the things that that he's accomplished with the steelers as if you can I do all that without knowing X's and O's and, and without having a general foundation for, for football. You know, if you ever watch the guy at training camp, there's no question. The guy knows what he's doing when it comes to the actual uh, nuts and bolts of football. But if you really want to know what makes him a, a successful head coach and, and why everybody loves him, all the players, not just his players, but players around the league love him. Just take a look at that speech last night. I mean, he's, there, that's a guy that you just want to follow. That's a guy that you want to, get beyond that's, that's a guy that you trust right that's always going to be uh uh blunt and honest with you and and you know if you look at most coaches and managers their greatest strength the, the great ones their greatest strength is managing people managing egos managing personalities that's what you know if you ever look at a an old documentary about a, a memorable season or a championship season from any team in any sport and when they, when they interview the players, they always talk about, they don't talk about necessarily the strategy that their coach or manager used. They always talk about how he kept them together. He kept them focused. He kept them loose. He kept them grounded, right? He, you know, he, he they, they talk about how he handled them in certain situations, both, you know, on the field or on the court or on the rink or, you know, privately, how they handled them, how they, how they coached them, right? That's, I think that's what because these, these guys, these these players, no matter what the sport is, they're the fundamentals are drilled into them constantly. I mean, they they you know we forget that they're in meetings 
all day long, five days a week or whatever. I think they're off on Tuesdays in the NFL. But the point is they're, they're in meetings. They're actually, they actually go to work all day long. So the fundamentals are being drilled into them. But the, the, I think the most important part is how you manage 53 huge egos. Let's be honest. If you're a, if you're good enough to make it in the NFL and if you're good enough to be a star in the NFL, you're probably gonna have a pretty huge ego. You know, uh, uh, Dwight White once said about, you know, Chuck Noll, the, 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 the thing often said about Chuck Noll was that he loved to teach. That was his favorite thing. And a lot of people said that was his biggest strength as a, as a coach. And Dwight White said, Oh, I mean, he was good at that, but I think his greatest strength was he was the manager of personalities. And those Steelers teams of the of the 1970s, they had a lot of interesting personalities, and Dwight White was uh, one of them. I mean, you know, take a look at their linebackers. You know, could you get any more different than than the, the mean and gruff and tough and in your face, Jack Lambert, and the kind of quiet and and cool Jack Ham? And they, those guys were roommates on the road, I, I believe. You know, but they were they were friends for sure, and they worked together. You know, if you look at the end of Super Bowl ten and, and the 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 game clinching huge touchdown catch by Lynn Swan, the, the 64 yarder, whatever it was, who was the first person out there to greet, to greet him, Jack Lambert. Can you find at least outwardly, can you find two players that were, that were more different than those two? And yet they were, you know, embracing and they, you know, they, 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 they all work together. That's what a true head coach or, or great head coach or great manager. That That's what, if you, if you really, again, there are a few, there are a few guys that you, when you, when you, um, you think of them, you think of their, their X's and O's or their, their, their ability to strategize. And Bill Belichick's one of them. He's the, the mad scientist, right? The genius. But more often than not, it, it's, it's about managing personalities and keeping people together. That's what makes a great head coach. And I think, again, back to that speech at Heinz Field on Friday night, I think that was illustrated quite succinctly quite perfectly in 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 uh the way the way tomlin addressed a very sensitive and 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 important situation that's going to involve his football team whether again whether fans like it or not it's going to involve his football team in 2020 so that was that was pretty cool and and you know the, the expression i'd run through a brick wall for him gets gets thrown around a lot but i think that's 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 true of, of that speech. That's how I felt after I like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a guy I want to see leading the Pittsburgh Steelers. So those are all the uh, topics I wanted to discuss today. And now I will take some time, five, 10, 15 minutes and answer some of your questions. So, so uh, as I always say, ask away. And, and if anybody's joined me, well, while I've been, was, was rambling on, thanks for joining me. Uh, Big Marv's here. What's good in Big Marv? There's Mule Skinner. Let's see here. Here's a comment from Mule Skinner. The successful teams do not fall in the media traps and keep the, their political opinions close to their vest. Uh, well, it's I don't know if that if the, if their political opinions affect anything. The successful teams stay together regardless of their worldviews. I think, as I said earlier, with the with the managing of different personalities, you know, Lynn Swan and John Star or uh, Jack Lambert working together, uh, despite being totally different personalities. It's not about uh, keeping your political views close to the vest. I think when people say that, it, it's their way of saying, I don't like your political views, so shut up. It's not about that. It's about finding a way to, to work through them. Because I think athletes, 
since this stuff started happening three or four years ago, athletes have been able to handle themselves a lot better than the fans have when it comes to this stuff. So I think they'll, they'll be, they'll be okay. The players will be okay, regardless of what they're, you don't think those guys all have different opinions and you don't think they discuss them. Of course they do. They're human beings. They're just like anybody else. We all discuss our, those kind of things. And in, in, in when we're, you know, having private conversations, it's, it's just a matter of when it's time to play ball, it's time to play ball. And I think, uh, the teams that are successful this year, whether it's uh, in football, baseball, hockey, whatever, they're going to be the ones that, that that can stay focused even when they have all this stuff going on around them. So let's see here. Here's one. Here's a question from Ezra. Good question. I actually wanted to talk about this today, and I completely forgot about it, but that's my fault. Should we actually put in consideration of trying to sign Earl Thomas? I think I can see him next to Mika and Edmonds be becomes uh, Baron, meaning uh, the rule that Baron played last year. When you're rental, yeah, I don't know if they need him. I mean, if it was a matter of, of obviously he would be an upgrade uh, in, in the secondary as far as just adding a new piece, you know, into that secondary. But do they really need a guy like that? Uh, when you have a a secondary that's now as strong as, as, as that one is, at least as of 2019, when you have a guy like Joe Hayden, you have a, a Minka who's, already one of the best safeties in, in, in the NFL and, and, and Steven Nelson who really uh, came up. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sorry, everybody. I seem to have uh, some technical difficulties. It looks like my mic unplugged. If I'm... If you can't hear me, let me know. If, if you can hear me now, let me know. If, if not, if I'm still having problems, I'll, I'll continue and I'm, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep, I'll keep a track here. But it looks like we're, looks like we're back on track. But anyway, back to, back to Earl Thomas. Uh, if he was a, if, if he was a, um, the final piece to, a, uh, to take that defense from mediocre to elite, then yeah, you risk it because. You know, Mike Tomlin, again, he's a great leader of men. And, you know, maybe he could, uh, if you get him in, in that locker room, meaning an Earl Thomas, who's had some problems recently, you, you get him. Thank you. Thank you for uh, updating me. I guess I'm, I'm definitely, I'm officially back on. You can hear me again. And again, I apologize. But if it's a matter of, of, uh, of, of again, taking that defense from mediocre to elite, I think, I think you risk it. I think it's worth a risk for a year. But, that defense is so strong now. There's there's enough key players there at key positions. You know, again, as I said before, Edmonds is the weak link, but is he really a, a liability or is he just um, 
least impactful player uh, and a really impactful secondary. Uh, you know, a secondary that's full of guys that are pro bowlers. You know, a guy like Minka is an all pro. Joe Hayden's a pro bowler, right? Steven Nelson, again, is one of the best in the business. And, 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 and Mike Hilton's one of the better slot corners in the league. So, you know, if you're not out there making play after play after play, people think you're a liability. But he's, he started two full seasons, and and I don't think he would have started uh, these many games already if he was really that much of a liability. So I think you stick with what you have this year, and you don't have to you don't worry about a player like Earl Thomas. Here's one from Army Ross. I like that name. Besides depth on the defensive line of the ball, we just need everyone to stay healthy. We could beat any team healthy. Well, I mean, uh, the big piece of the puzzle is Big Ben, and he's looking better than, better than ever. And then, of course, you have that defense. I think um, if that defense is even close to what it was last year, then having Big Ben back, having Roethlisberger back, leading that offense, which has enough weapons, even without Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, has enough weapons. I think you could have a a, a uh, you are going to be capable of beating any any team in the NFL. Uh, fortunately, they don't have the Chiefs on their schedule, you know, and, and that might be the exception. But hey, if they if they play them in the playoffs, I'll if I, if you told me that right right now that they would meet the Chiefs in, in the playoffs, I would sign my name. I would sign my name in blood because that's I, I'd, I'd welcome that opportunity in a in a few months. Here's one from Big Marv. Do you think our defense will be at the top of the league this year? Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm saying that because they're they're returning everybody, just about except for Javon Hargrave, and and essentially he's being replaced by Stefan Tuitt, who when he's at the top of his game is among the best in in the NFL. You know, one of the most impactful defensive ends in the NFL when he's at his best. His problem so far throughout his career is being able to stay healthy. But when he's when he's healthy, there are times when he looks like the most dominant guy on that defensive line so I mean as far as takeaways I don't know if they're going to have as many takeaways sacks I would be more inclined to to say that they will have around the same amount of sacks they've had since 2017 because they've been pretty consistent in that department again since probably since the second half of the 2016 season they've been consistent with getting after the quarterback and they have so many guys that are good at doing that now they have obviously TJ Watt and and Bud Dupree and you can't you can't Double team, both of those guys. Cam Hayward's really good at getting after the quarterback. He's he's come on the last few years with 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 uh, pressuring the quarterback. Obviously, to it, uh, Vince Williams has been a, a really consistent pass rusher dating back to 2017. So, yeah, they're able to bring pressure from so many different places. Mike Hilton is really good at, at, at blitzing the quarterback. So, I think they're going to be. Are they are they going to be as good? As they were last year, I don't know. It might be even better, but I think they're they're so young and talented yet that I don't see a massive drop off. You know, it's, it feels like you're just getting started when it comes to, you know, this defense felt like still felt like a bit of a liability as recently as two years ago, 2018, when John Bostic was covering was who was a Keenan Allen in the Chargers game. So it, it feels like they're just getting started with having an elite defense. So I don't see a, ma a major drop off. Just yet. I, I think this defense is going to be among the best in, in the NFL. Um, you know, obviously, unless there's a huge injury, I think it's going to be among the best in the NFL for the next couple of years. You know, and, and again, that's why 
beyond, if you're looking into 2021, if you want to go that far ahead, that's why guys like Alex Highsmith, their development's going to be important because you're going to want to keep that defensive train rolling for as long as possible. So here's one from Hector Hernandez. I meant Steelers tend to do well when they're when they are overlooked. We are in well. This is certainly a year where they're not considered among the favorites. I mean, they are considered. I think people expect them to be a little bit better. Although Colin Cowherd, I think that guy's gone back and forth all off season. Now he's saying he thinks they're going to finish below five hundred, but certainly they're not. They're not considered among the favorites to win a Super Bowl this year. It's the Chiefs. It's the Ravens. Um, you know, in, in the NFC, I guess it's the uh, who the the, the, the Vikings. Not is it the Vikings? Maybe I don't know. the Packers are always considered a contender with, with Aaron Rodgers and the 49ers and Seattle's. You know, expected to do well. So you know, there are a lot of teams that are that are in that Super Bowl contender line. And Pittsburgh's sort of on the outside looking in right now. But all it takes is a few games to change that perception. And if they go out and they they you know get off to a fast start. Maybe they beat up the uh, Ravens and whatever they play them first. I think it's, I don't think they play them until about halfway through the year, but I could be wrong. You know, if they get off to a hot start, then it's going to change people's minds. But, you know, they've missed the playoffs the last two, last two years. And, you know, Ben's 38 and coming off a major uh, elbow surgery. So uh, they might, it might take a while to convince people that, that they are a, a legit contender. But I think, I think they can be. Neil Skinner. Well, that's a that's a comment I can get behind. I am picking the Steelers to beat the Chiefs and give Ben one more Super Bowl ring. Well, that's that's fine by me. That's that's a comment I can get behind. Wow. Here's one from Ezra. This is great. This is like the Steelers rally show. Uh, what's what's it? Right. Uh, He's saying to Ryan O'Toole, Steelers 26, Saints 20 in the Super Bowl, I guess. And TJ MVP. Again, that's another comment I can get fully behind. So I like it. Here's one from Port Portna Quinba. If we don't make the playoffs this year, that will be three years in a row. Who should be held accountable? Well, the usual suspects. Mike Tomlin would absolutely be the should be held accountable. He'll tell you, he'll be the first person to tell you that if they, if they miss, you know, provided Ben's healthy, provided there's not another catastrophic injury like last year, if they miss the playoffs again, then yeah, it's going to be, you're going to, it's always the head coach that's, that's held accountable. Now, I think when some people say held accountable, they, 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 it's another way of saying fired, but I don't think Tom is going to get fired if they miss the playoffs the third year in a row. But will his seat get a, a little warmer? Perhaps, yeah, I could certainly see that. I mean, that's just the nature of the business. Here's one from Donald Nolan. This is a lot, of, a lot of great Super Bowl predictions. Steelers versus Bucks in Super Bowl. That that would be Ben versus Brady. I'll sign up for that. Uh, he continues. Ben gets redemption and destroys Bucks and wins Super Bowl, solidifying his place in in Canton. Wow, forty-five to six Steelers win. I hope for the top. You know, Donald, the the um. Uh, maybe you mentioned that in the in the comment. That Super Bowl is in Tampa, so that'd be like a home game for the Bucks. But hey, we know how the Steelers. Well, I don't know. If the, I almost said we know how Steelers fans travel, but, but I doubt fans will be allowed to attend the Super Bowl. If, and if they are, it probably won't be very many. Maybe twenty thousand by by January or by February. But 
that wouldn't be much. I mean, if it is a neutral, if it is, if there aren't any fans, I guess it wouldn't matter that it's in Tampa. But I would definitely sign up for a, a Big Ben versus Brady Super Bowl. And I would definitely cherish every second of a basically a 40 point win because that's one thing I haven't seen in my entire life watching the Steelers is a an easy Super Bowl victory. Uh, obviously, I've only witnessed personally witnessed three wins, and they were all nail biters. Uh, I'd welcome that uh, for sure. That's why one of my favorite games ever was the uh, AFC Championship game against the uh, Broncos in 05, because that was a pretty much a laugh from beginning to end. That was that was very enjoyable. There were some tense moments in the fourth quarter, but but for the most part, it was a, it was a, a, a runaway. So that was that was that was nice, and it was rare. Hector Hernandez will Washington step up. I, I already think he has. I thought he did last year. I thought he, he really, you know, again, as I always say, he didn't, I mean, you know, he didn't have a lot to improve on. Is that the right grammar? I mean, he barely did anything in his first season. So any kind of improvement last year would have been stepping up, but he stepped up big time. He led the league or he led the team in the receiving yards at 735. And that's with a uh, shaky quarterback play all year. So I think that, to me, that showed me something that showed me that he could be a, a, a valuable weapon this offense, you know, if him and Ben get on the same page, which, you know, they had a hard time doing his rookie year. And, and even that first game last year in, in New England, there were some, uh, it seemed like they weren't on the same page. So if Ben gain, if he gains Ben's trust, look out because there's going to be enough, there are going to be enough weapons uh, to, that he's certainly going to be enough uh, uh, targets to go around for, for, for Ben. He's not going to, he's not going to be focusing on one, specific player like he used to have to do with AB. So, uh, yeah, I think he can step up. I think he already has, and I think he, he can take his, his play to a whole new level this year because he has a future Hall of Fame quarterback who looks like he's going to be close to 100% healthy. Let's see. And I think that's about all I have for today. That was, uh, that was actually a fun show. I really, I really enjoyed it today. Again, if you uh, if you didn't hear the first half of today's podcast, if you're not if you're not watching me on YouTube right now, there, please go back and check out the first half. And 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 thank you for for listening to the, the second half. And thank you all in the live chat for for joining me for another fun uh, episode of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I hope you all have a great weekend. And and I'll talk to you Monday night with Brian Anthony Davis on Steelers Q and A. Take care, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.